through the summer. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, 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 summertime. It's summertime. With Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Listening to Radio International with JP. Hello, this is David Brehm from Iceland. You're listening to Radio International with JP, and this is my song, Think About Things. Enjoy. Hi, this is Ulrike from Norway. You are listening to Radio International with JP. Enjoy! Estonia. Hi, this is Koita Laura from Estonia. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is our song Verona. Enjoy! Sleeping alone, you wake up with a bottle in your hands. No sound of serenade, cause we both know we lost our game.
and I'm lost in jingles. <laughs> a powerful new force is about to hit this city. What are we going to do now? The official spokesperson to the Eurovision Broadcasting Union, the EBU. You're listening to Radio International with JP. It's amazing. You do have a very good timing on this, dear Linda. Thank you very much. And welcome to this week's edition of Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. For the next what's left of four hours, keeping you company. With a mix of Eurovision hits, together with my team, the Eurovision nurses as I'm Dr. JP, in the Eurovision, or the post-Eurovision depression cure, dose number 11, and we have the news coming out today, well yesterday, early on this week in fact, the UK will be hosting the Eurovision Song Contest 2023, but where and when is still to be decided. And our ESC Extra Newsman will be having all the details for us in the newscast in our third hour today. Well, we're meant to have a Eurovision winner on the show this week. It's not to be. She's very busy and of course what they do in the summertime also, they have some holidays lined up. So, But we will get, we will get that lady on the phone. In place, I got a second place. Entrant to the Eurovision Song Contest. She came second in 1995 for Spain, Annabel Conde. Later on, she was the backing vocalist for the uh, entry from Andorra with Marianne van der Waal on La Mirada Interior. That'll be in our next hour. Also, we'll be joined by... Michael Woodhead from London, ESC, Eurostars. In fact, Eurostars.co.uk, the website. The Eurostars are having their annual event coming up and Michael will be telling us all about it. David Mann has got for us the Eurovision news. I beg your pardon. The, not the news. No, no, no. He's got the Eurovision birthday file and the Eurovision cover spot. And I'll be joined this week as well by the Eurovision Lordship. Marcus Keppel Palmer returns for the double freeze as part of the Eurovision Spotlight this summer. We got lots of new releases of Eurovision artists to squeeze in, your requests, of course, as well. And a bit later on, I'm going to be telling you how you can listen to the show on different days and different means as well. But kicking us off, Coit Tume and Laura from Estonia, 2017, representing Estonia, didn't qualify. Number 14 in the second semi-final with this great piece of music, Verona. And that was in 2017 in Kiev. And they got a new song out. Well, actually, Coit Tume has one. And we're going to hear that one uh, a bit later on as well. But now, let me take you once more into the history of the Eurovision Song Contest. Taking you through the summer. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. 
Hi, hello, this is Gerard Joling from the Netherlands. <laughs> you are listening to Radio International with GP. And this is my song Shangri-La from many years ago. <laughs> But I didn't change, baby. Enjoy! <laughs> 1988. Oh dear. Living, There you go, that's Shangri-La. You heard the English version of it. Of the Dutch entry to the Eurovision Song Contest 1988, the song got as high as number nine in the Eurovision Song Contest back then that came to you from Dublin in Ireland. Gerald Joling. As he nicely said, Gerald. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> Right, and uh, actually from the same year, I got uh, the music bad of La Decada, the Spanish entry. La Chica Que Yo Quiero was made in Spain. 
Now, let me tell you where you can pick up Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. We are live on Wednesdays, each and every Wednesday, starting off at 7pm Central European Time, via Switch Europe. Just Google it or go to, to the Switch Network on the website and you find all the details there too, how you can tune in. It is Switch Euro on Wednesdays. We're starting at 7. Then on uh, Fridays, you get us on the Rock of Gibraltar in sunny Gibraltar on GoGo Radio Gibraltar, this is. On Saturdays and also Sundays on Switch Radio Essex. Starting off at 1 p.m. Central European Time for four hours. Both days, Saturday and Sundays. And also on Sundays, we're also on another radio station there in the UK. It's on South Norfolk Radio, snrradio.co.uk. Or maybe without the co. <laughs> All right, then on Tuesdays, pick us up on Sunny Malta's Radio 105, that used to be the Galaxy Network. Sounds good, Galaxy. Don't know why they changed the name. Galaxy is always better. It's bigger. Alright, also in case you missed the show on any of the radio stations, fear not, a copy is available always to catch up with on our website at www.radiointernational.tv You can download the copy or can, you can listen directly via the website. You can also listen to it via Spotify. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes. As well as on Spotify as well, of course. Podbean, Mixcloud... Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, we're all over the place. With a good mix of Eurovision hits, old and new. So we had some Eurovision gold from 1988 with Real Juling. We played instead of the Dutch version, the English version, which I never heard before. But Real released just a few days ago a new song. And that's going to be in Dutch. But sie er lekker uit. But sie er lecker out. I think that translates to how good he looks. I think that that's how it translates to how good he looks. <laughs> let's go and have a listen to this one. And that's all here on Radio International. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. New. New.
Was, was taking us back into the disco era of the 80s, I guess, there. And that was Gerald Joling and Vatzi Yeah Lecker Out. <laughs> How good he looks. Good stuff there. Gerald Joling at the Eurovision Song Contest. He was back there in 1988 when Celine Dion won the contest and the UK came second by just one point difference with uh, Scott Fitzgerald and Go. Now we open up the show today with Coit Tume And uh, the song is called Stop We're going to have that And I forgot to mention at the opening That we also have our calendar man joining us It is Javier Leal from Montreal in Canada He'll be with us shortly After we had a little interview with Mia Dimche Just part of our PED Cure 2022 She represented Croatia with a song The Guilty Pleasure and then we're going to have uh, Javier coming up live and kicking from Montreal in Canada but now first here comes Coit's new single and it's called Stop New
Wow, there you go, and that is the new song by Koitume. Right for the summer, it's called Stop, and they did actually stop very, very rap- abruptly <laughs> that I even can't speak anymore. But now it's time to revisit the Eurovision Song Contest 2022. Here we go. Radio International, the post-Eurovision depression cure with Dr. JP. Her song at the Eurovision Song Contest was Guilty Pleasure. And uh, sadly, she did not qualify for the grand final, ending up number 11. That's a position you really don't want to be. <laughs> but just a few few little points, or even one point not enough, makes a difference there. And uh, it's the Croatian entrant, Mia Dimcic, who we had on the show as our guest before the contest. Let's go and listen to an interview we have for you. We have the big pleasure to talk to Mia. You will be representing Croatia at Eurovision this year. Many congratulations for winning the ticket to Eurovision. Thank you so much. It's one of the best things that's ever happened to me and I'm enjoying every moment. Mia, we have done a bit of a research and we found out that you have been on a music journey for the last six years and that you are an extremely talkative person. Is that right? That is very right and no one knows it better than my friends and family but also some of the interviewers know that as well because, you know, if you poke me with the right questions I sometimes have this inner voice saying Mia, stop talking. You're elaborating way too much. But yeah, what can I do? I love talking. But it can be an advantage, especially when you're spending some time at Eurovision. Definitely. And generally in this business, I think it's way, way easier if you're an extrovert and if you feel charged after hanging out with people, which I definitely do. So I think I'm kind of doing what I, what I should be doing. So do you feel at ease on stage? Yeah. I mean, maybe not at first. Like first, I don't know, 100 performances or so. We're a bit tricky, but I think it all goes away with experience. And today I can barely even notice that I'm under some surveillance in a way. It's like (laughs) the same to me if I'm in my room or on stage, which is amazing. Mia, I must ask you a question. Are you actually aware that 200 million people are going to follow this show? Absolutely not. (laughs) But I think it's it's healthier for us artists not to be. Because we would probably be frozen if, if we were completely aware of the situation. So I think it, we should just like dislocate kind of 
mentally and enjoy the process no matter if it's 10 people or 10 million people or even 100 million people which I never thought I would say but yeah it's it should all be the same in, in theory at least so back home you won a very important music festival named Dora which is the, the sort of national final leading to Eurovision and the winner gets the right to represent Croatia at Eurovision Yes, it's it's insane. I've, I've been watching Dora since I was a little kid, like the rest of my family and most of my friends. But I never thought I would compete myself, because I always had this conviction that I'm like too slow for Eurovision in terms I sing maybe like ballads and acoustic songs with some like raspy vocals and more silent. And I always thought like, nah, Eurovision is not for that. But I'm so glad I changed my mind because I think it was a useless conviction that, that, that was only limiting me in so many ways. And I, yeah, right now I think there, there's a huge variety of artists of all kinds in Eurovision and that's it. that is its richness in a way. So how did your song emerge and what is it about? My song Guilty Pleasure is very personal to me. I wrote it after, I re after a recurring dream about a person that I felt... I should feel guilty dreaming about if that makes any sense and in the end I got frustrated and I just wanted to stop thinking of that and I wrote the song as a release because normally when I have conflicting emotions if I bent out on a piece of paper it always helps so that's why I love songwriting so much you like writing is it true that you publish your memoirs yes I love writing I think I'm even I think I'm more of a songwriter than a singer because I think I would always write songs but I don't think I would necessarily succeed as a singer if I didn't write my own songs if that, because for me like music is just a medium for narrating stories and messages kind of and emotions of course so yeah I wrote, I wrote I wrote a book it still sounds weird to me but it kind of happened by chance a publisher reached out and asked me if I wanted to and it was 2020 and musicians had nothing to do so I was desperate it, I mean with, like the amount of free time I had and I just thought, why not? I always wanted to do that, like always. I feel like someone from heaven read my mind or something. So I just grabbed at the opportunity and I'm so glad I did. There is a sort of a Taylor Swift vibe in your songs. Has she been a kind of inspiration? Definitely, definitely an inspiration. If that's even a strong enough of a word. I started listening to Taylor Swift when I was 16. So like it's been a long run of me just adoring her and knowing all the lyrics to all her songs. I just love the way she thinks, writes, the way she acts in public, the way she's humble, the way she works hard. I think she's a huge inspiration. So your entry is going to perform in English, not in Croatian. But you have a degree in languages. Do you happen to sing in any other long, so any other language? Sorry, apart from English. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I also studied, uh, graduated from German, so I sometimes sing in German, but not as often as English. I definitely love singing in English the most, but it's also very much fun singing in Italian or Spanish, because us Croatians, uh, we listen to a lot of Latin and Italian music as well. So uh, yeah, I, I love the European languages, they're perfect for singing. Are you feeling very nervous about your performance? Um, right now, no, because I feel like there's many days left, even though there's not. It's going to pass and fly by so fast. But I am very, very happy and full of adrenaline this whole time. That I just want to enjoy this whole experience and not just make it about three minutes on stage and like placement, 
I want it to be this fully emerging experience where I enjoy every second and feel blessed that I'm here. So you will perform in the first semi-final on Tuesday night and Croatia has not made it to the final since 2017. Are you ready to take up the challenge? It definitely does put a little bit of pressure, of course, at least subconsciously. But I said that I said to myself that my, my main goal for this Eurovision is to try to release all expectation. It's so hard, but like it's the meaning of life for me, just releasing all expectations. And then whatever happens is magic. So I, the only thing I, I need to do and my team needs to do, we need to be focused, disciplined and hardworking and, you know, happy and having fun on that stage. And then whatever should happen will happen. Can we get a short rendition of your song? Sure. Um, do you want the lyrics in Croatian or English? In Croatian would be great. Okay. Um Vrijeme je za nas. Možda vrijeme je za nas. Vrijeme je za nas. Vrijeme je za nas. You know, the sigh at the end has to be there. Mia, all the best of luck to you and to Croatia. Thank you so much. It was nice talking to you. Hi, this is Mia from Croatia. You're listening to Radio International with JP and this is my song, Guilty Pleasure. Enjoy. Croatia. Dreamt of you last night, woke up, you weren't there. Five nights in a row of dreams I'd never share. You come without a warning early in the morning Timing's never been our thing Leaving me with guilt, the only souvenir you bring I'm with him and you're a secret treasure He's devotion, you're a guilty pleasure I'm with him and this is real life, honey Guess the joke's no longer funny I'm with him until the death do us part But it doesn't do for this hungry heart That's all you ever get At least that's what they tell you Still I can't forget I look burn the ashes Till the sunlight flashes Can't recall what I've been taught Captivated by the thunderstorm In which I'm caught I'm with him and you're a secret treasure He's devotion, you're a guilty pleasure
it is Mia Dimcic from Croatia. And the guilty pleasure at the Eurovision Song Contest 2022, reaching number 11 in semi-final one, which failed to qualify for the grand final, which is really a pity. But anyway, that's how it goes at Eurovision. You can only have 25 or 26 songs, countries in the grand final. Hit through the summer with Radio International. The ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. <laughs> And it's time for that Eurovision calendar next. We have for that our calendar man. Not the numbers man, it's a calendar man. <laughs> it's uh, Javier Leal from Montreal in Canada. Hello, Javier. Hello, JP. How are you doing? Good, good, good. It's not as hot as it was last week um, in the summer of 2022, uh, but it's also good not to have it too hot. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, it's been pretty, pretty hot here as well. Mm. But at least, uh, you know, it's been bearable at least today. Super. Okay, doke. So let's go and uh, take a look at the calendar, what we've got coming up. Absolutely, JP. So are you ready? Because uh, this is going to be uh, just a week. Go for it. Absolutely. So uh, let's begin with the Eurovision Cruise 2022, which is back. And now it's time to save the date for the Eurovision Cruise 2022 and reserve the the weekend for Eurovision. So OGAE Finland organizes a Eurovision Cruise together with Talek Olsina Europa on the weekend of the 27th of August 2022. <coughs> Sorry. And the Eurovision Cruise is one of the biggest Eurovision fan meetings uh, before the coronavirus pandemic. Around 2,000 fans from all over 30 countries gathered to the cruise. The long-awaited cruise starts in the Eurovision season after the summer. And it's time to collect all the sparking clothes from the closet and start planning your outfit and gather your friends together. In 2022, the new addition on the cruise weekend will be the Fan Vision Contest, which was brought to Finland by Jarko Timonen. Um, he historically won the 2021 contest with, a, with this wonderful performance, and I believe it was uh, a Finnish language version of Rise Like a Phoenix, because I, I, I think yeah, you actually had him on the show, right? Yeah. Uh, well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But we didn't have we didn't have him live, but we had him as a recorded interview. We'll I remember the, that. Thank the, you, the, JP, for confirming for <laughs> confirming that. So, along the Fan Vision Song Contest, the cruise program includes Eurovision Disco with two Eurovision DJs uh, until the sun rises, amazing Eurovision shows, the Eurovision Karaoke, and of course, the well-loved Eurovision artist. More, most importantly, the cruise is full of Eurovision fans and a good vibe, and it will be the whole weekend in the city of Helsinki in Finland. Um, According to the information that I've got, 20% discount code is the word Eurovision. If you do it, the uh, common travel categories from City A or Deluxe. Uh, there's dinings on board, so you have to buy your dinner or lunch coupon online, and you can save up to 10%. On uh, Paribold, uh, Sida Europa departs from Helsinki at 6.30 p.m. and arrives in Tallinn at 10 p.m. The departure... Uh, the, the, sorry, the departure the following day will be at 12.30 p.m. from Tallinn and uh, arrives to Helsinki at 4 p.m. So, 
sorry, you have to go to the uh, TallinnSilvia.com website. Actually, uh, we can actually leave the, uh, a link on the Eurovision uh, International TV website, so it's easier for you to locate it. And of course, uh, you follow all the instructions pertaining to buying the tickets. Now. Um, this is a little bit of the, the, the Eurovision cruise. Now, for the Eurovision uh, weekend, which includes the Fan Vision Song Contest, yes, it'll take place in Helsinki at the Hercules Helsinki, and we know the success for, uh, sorry, we'll know the successor of Jarko Timonen, who won the trophy last year in Stuttgart and uh, brought the contest to his home country. Uh, all contestants are looking forward to singing for you, and everybody is reaching out to the beautifully designed trophy. Now, who will take it home? We'll find out in a month from now and uh, and support your favorite contestant. Being Helsinki to enjoy the fabulous Eurovision weekend and with them and the fans uh, from all corners of the world. For more information, uh, you can go to the um, you can go to the you can go to the uh, Facebook uh, Eurovision weekend page. It'll be you know much easier for you to locate it that way, and uh, you'll find all the details you need to know about this event as well. Uh, we have another event. This is happening um, on the, in the month of uh, on the month of August. Uh, August as well, which is a Eurovision Live Concert 2022. Um, so I have to say that on February the 28, 2022, the first of it, official announcement became public on the event's Facebook page which will take place on Friday the 26th of August 2022. So basically it's going to be the same weekend as the Eurovision weekend and the Eurovision cruise. So you have, you know, a weekend to choose from. And the night following, which is a Saturday, at the Alfonso, Jose Alfonso or Jose Alfonso Auditorium in Setúbal, Portugal. So far, the... Uh, um, so far, the uh, artist lineup confirmed to... For perform on Saturday, the 27th of August, 2022, includes Chiara, who represented Malta in 1998, 2005 and 2009, Ot Lepland from Estonia, 2012. Also from 2012, uh, we'll have Simplus, who represented Switzerland, Jamie Lee from the uh, Eurovision Song Contest 2016 for Germany, and Victoria, who represented Bulgaria in 2020, well, the contest that never really was, and 2021. Of course, uh, there might be some changes, so we'll keep an eye on this event for further details. You're also more than welcome to chat uh, with the organizers via WhatsApp at the phone number plus uh, 351 961 Five, nine. And um, going further into the year, JP, we have the Hecrute Song Festival Fest. Uh, this is happening on the, the 17th of November 2022 at the Dome in Amsterdam. Um, so it's being confirmed that this is uh, the new date. I'll confirm it's Thursday, November the 17th, 2022. The lineup of artists is uh, will largely remain the same with a couple of minor changes all tickets for the concert on no december the 9th will be automatically be valid for the new date of november the 17th so you don't have to do anything about it these tickets uh, if you have the ticket for you know originally for december the 9th it'll be validated for november the 17th 
So after massive success of Hey Hoot uh, Song Festival Fest in 2019, the second edition of the biggest song festival uh, will take place again at the Ziegel Dome in Amsterdam. And more than 30 international contestants stood on the stage for the first edition and were sung to by thousands of fans. So for November the 17th, 2022, uh, they'll come, uh, sorry, they'll once again have the opportunity to be uh, some of these uh, artists on the stage and never before have so many former song contest winners perform on this event. JP, are you ready to hear the full list so far? Give it to us, come on. <laughs> Here we go. So it's Alexander Rybak winning Eurovision uh, Song Contest back in 2009 for Norway. Carola, who represented Sweden in 1983, won the Eurovision Song Contest in 1991, and of course represented Sweden again in 2006. Uh, we have Effendi uh, representing Azerbaijan in 2020-2021. Frizzle Zizel from the 1986 Eurovision Song Contest representing the Netherlands. John Steers, uh, who represented the country of Switzerland in 2020-2021. Uh, from the same years, we have Goa from Ukraine. Elena Paparizzo, the winning, the, the winning contestant of the 2005 Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, Jerez, who won uh, the Eurovision Song Contest in 1984 for Sweden. Jamala, the winner of the 2016 Eurovision Song Contest for, from Ukraine. And also we have the Irish Eurovision Song Contest winner from 1980 and 1987, Johnny Logan, or Saint Johnny Logan. We also have Lenny Kerr, uh, who won the contest for the Netherlands back in 1969, sorry. We have another winner. Lodi, who won uh, the contest back in 2006 for Finland. Lorien, who won uh, the contest uh, for Sweden in 2012. Um, Michael, Schutte, uh, Michael Schutte, who represented Germany back in 2018. We have Neta, who won the contest for Israel in 2018. Ojin, the Dutch representative in 2017, Sandra Kim, who won the contest for Belgium back in 1986, uh, Senate, who uh, most recently represented San Marino in 2000 and, uh, 20, uh, 2021, that was last year, Stefania, who was chosen to represent Greece in 2020 and represented Greece in 2021, Subwoofer, the Norwegian act for the 2002 Eurovision Song Contest, The Roop, uh, chosen to uh, represent Lithuania in 2020, and of course, they represented their country in 2021, that was last year. And also from last year, we have the Norwegian representative, Tix. Wow. How about that, JP? Wow, that's a big lot there. Fantastic. The Subwoofer was in 2022, not in 2002. So just in case. But back I'm to sorry. You. No, Thank it's you. okay. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're right. It was in 2022. Mm. Uh, 2022 this year. Wow. Correct. Thank you. So, and that's all happening on the 17th of November. And uh, if you go to our website, radiointernational.tv, on the main menu list, you see Eurovision calendar. Click on there, and there's a link to this event. And then you can buy the tickets. You can see all the list of the artists that are coming to the Ziggo Dome in Amsterdam on the 17th of November.
Back That's to you. right, JP. And also, uh, once you click on that link, calendar, uh, you'll see the link to headquartersonfestivalfest.nl. Uh, uh, the cool thing about it is because this is an international event, even though it's held in the Netherlands, it's actually all read in English. So it's easy for you to locate all the information you need to know about these events. Super. Shall we go to Sweden? Yes, let's go to Shovi. What a joy to begin the week with this uh, sing-along festival. Um, so I'm talking a little bit about of the uh, next show, which is uh, for next Monday, the 1st of August, 2022. Well, already August. So um, the lineup uh, already prepared for this show uh, will consist of Hannah Firm, who actually we saw yesterday at uh, Asambus Kansen. Also, I see Andreas Lutzten, who's uh, been on the show a couple times as part of Alcazar. Uh, there's Isaac Danielson, Tres Tears, and Gil Johnson, who represented uh, Sweden back in 1998 with his son Charles Okay, and then that is, uh, of course, uh, Lotta Polisseberg. That's the program to watch on TV4 in Sweden. You can find it on the web, of course, uh, and it's uh, tv4.se. Lotta Engberg. Go for, yeah. That's right. So this is a lot of police video available on TV Theater Play. That SE. And um, it is it, again, this is going to happen next Monday, August the 1st, 2022. Fantastic. Here we go for the other one that's over there in Stockholm. It's All Time Wisconsin. Sanna Nielsen hosting it. And now here come the details of what's on. That's right, JP. And you know, the beautiful thing about these two shows is that uh, they're actually hosted by two female artists who've actually been on the uh, Eurovision Song Contest itself. So we have Lota Ehrenberg, uh, who represented uh, Sweden back in 1987 with uh, Boogaloo. And now we are uh, covering Alson Poskanse, now hosted by Sanna Nielsen, who represented Sweden back in 2014 with the song Undo. So this is going to happen the, the following day, Tuesday, uh, the 2nd of August, 2022. Oh, it's important to remember that both shows begin at the same time, which is 8 p.m. Central European Summer Time. So for next week's Alson Poskansen show, here we are, 8.36, Alba August, Mikael Wepe, and Aphrodite who represented Sweden back in 2002. Now I got the correct year with the song Never Let It Go. All righty. So are we are we done with the with a lot of information we've been given to the uh, to the listeners today for what's going on in the Eurovision world until uh, basically the end of the year already. Yes, JP. So, so far, these are all the events that are happening from now till the end of the year. Of mm. course, um, we are looking forward to all of these events. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, you know, when the, the Dutch festival happens, of course, I will be already sort of celebrating the 2023 Eurovision Song Contest season. As you know, it will happen on September 1st. So, yeah, there is a lot going on. And I believe that this is like the longest calendar report I've ever done. <laughs> I can imagine, I can imagine. Righty, okay, you have a request as well, and uh, tell us all about it, please. 
Absolutely. Uh, of course, thank you very much, AP, for playing that request for me. So, um, it's actually from Firo Flamme, who represented Denmark uh, uh, back in 2021 with the song Uvio And um, sadly, they failed to qualify for the final, just a few points. Uh, from uh, Miss Count the Final, but uh, they actually released a new song not long ago, which is called uh, Mare Calde, Mare Calde, uh, which comes from the full sentence De Mare Calde, which means it's me who's calling, and it's from the Danish animated movie Lily Allen, which means Little Allen, which is a story about this young guy, this young boy, who moves uh, to uh, an apartment block in Amag, which is an island in Denmark, along with his father after the parents get divorced. So, the, without further ado, this is Figo Flame and Mare Kaller. And it's also actually new from this year. So it's quite quite a new, yes. uh, new, new song as well from the guys that represented Denmark at Eurovision in 2021. Javier, thank you very much for coming on and we uh, get an update from you next week. Absolutely, JP. Thank you so much. Okay, doke. Here comes Fear of Flamme. And how you say it? And it's on the way here. Here we go.
And that's Fear Oak Flamme from Denmark from the animated movie Lille Allen. Released in June. Mide Calder. I think maybe, maybe it's not, not that way I, I pronounce it, but thank you very much to Javier for this extensive, extended calendar view, and he'll be back next week as well. But now, let's go and uh, d- take you into the Eurovision Song Contest once again from 2022. The Eurovision Song Contest 2022 on Radio International with JP. It's Norway's entry, Sabulfa, and uh, get that wolf of banana. In the press conference, I gave you two bananas. Did, they, did you enjoy them? No. Oh, they had a good, good time throwing them around. It was really fun to play with. Oh, so we need to get you some more, right? Now, what was for you the highlights about being on Earth? Grandmas and bananas. Wow. Now, what? How will you be spending the next days besides rehearsing? You know, just do normal things uh, like uh, Earthlings do. Uh, we are chasing cars and we are chasing grandmas and we are climbing flagpoles. Just normal stuff. Now, Eurovision is all about music and uniting, making friends. With, with whom did the wolves make friends in the, of the Eurovision world? We don't like friends. Oh. Wow. Hope the friends like the music and I'm pretty sure they do. The astronaut like the other people. Wow, fantastic. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to meet you. All the best of luck. Hello, this is Sam Wolfer from Norway. You're listening to Radio International with JP and this is our song, Give That Wolf a Banana. That hairy coat of yours with nothing underneath. Not sure you have a name, so I will call you Keith. Is that saliva or blood dripping up your chin? If you don't like the name Keith, I'ma call you Jim. And before that wolf eats my grandma, give that wolf a banana, give that wolf. And before that wolf eats my grandma, give that wolf a banana, give that wolf. Give that wolf. Before that wolf eats my grandma, give that wolf a banana, give that wolf. Before that wolf eats my grandma, give that wolf a banana. 
banana Give that wolf Eat your grandma Yum yum International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Radio International. Well, hello, this is Juliana Pasha from Albania. We are listening to Radio International with JP, and this is my song, It's All About You. Enjoy! This is Safura from Azerbaijan. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Drip Drop. Enjoy! Hi, this is Yeva Rivas from Armenia. You are listening to Radio International with JP, and this is my song, Apricot Stone. Enjoy!
summer with Radio International. The ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Through the summer. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, 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 summertime. It's summertime. Hey, and welcome back to the second hour after the top of the hour break. JP in the hot seat for the next three hours of Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. Our number one is done. Let's do our number two, which is usually our interview hour. But since we don't have a live artist on the show today, we're on holidays. But we're all going to get them. Don't worry. We still travel back into the Eurovision Song Contest of 2022. We have some more interview clips. Little red carpet clips and press conference uh, answers from Eurovision 2022. Also, we got Annabel Conde, the, who I had the pleasure to meet at the Spanish pre-party 2022. Was one of the guests of honors there. She came second at the Eurovision Song Contest in uh, 1995. And ten years on, she was a backing vocalist for the entry from Andorra. Marianne van der Waal, who actually is Dutch, singing for Andorra. As well, we got Michael Wotet coming away from the Eurostars, telling us all what's uh, in the planning. And the details you need to know in case you're heading out to the Eurostars in concert. Nicole, Eurovision winner of 1982, she made a comeback after her cancer uh, um, that she lived through. She's cured for now. She came to a German television program on Saturday and she sang a new version of Ambition Frieden. That's coming up. But also we got... Uh, David Mann with the Eurovision birthday file in this hour. Marcus Keppel Palmer, the Eurovision Lordship with the Eurovision Spotlight coming up in the next hour as well. Nick from ESCXL.com with the Eurovision News. Now it's time. Well, we, I, actually, I, I started off this, this hour with Daphna. Daphna Deckel from uh, Israel representing uh, her country at the Eurovision Song Contest in 1992 with this piece of music called Viva Sport. It got sixth place there, Zerak uh, Sport in uh, Hebrew, and that was back in 1992. She's got a new single out. It's called Live. And we're going to hear that after we have heard material from this lovely lady who actually hosted the Eurovision Song Contest 2021. Hi, this is Atzilia Romley and you're listening to GP on Radio International. 1998. The Netherlands. Oh, 
didn't they do a great hosting at the Eurovision 2021 in Rotterdam? Edzilia Rombley. She sang that song at the Eurovision Song Contest 1998, came fourth place with Hemel and Arde, uh, Heaven and Earth is this, and uh, she returned to the Eurovision Song Contest in 2007 with On Top of the World, not bringing the Netherlands into the grand final. That is not understandable how this all worked. But anyway, she had a, a great, great number there called Hemel and Arde. Her new song, released just a couple of days ago, Je Laat Me Zin. And I think that means, ooh, uh, let me see. I'm not, not sure. I'm, uh, my Dutch is not so good. So, but Je Laat Me Zijn. Let's see. Let's listen to it. New. New. Ze maken ruzie om niks Zien problemen waar meer er geen reden voor is Zoveel tranen worden zo vaak verspild Terwijl niemand dat eigenlijk ooit heeft gewild Maar laten wij dat dan nu anders doen We weten allebei dat nieuw ooit oud zal zijn Want het gras blijft niet voor altijd groen Maar we zijn de moeite waard Oh, she finished quite abruptly as well there. <laughs> it was just a short one. I think one of the shortest songs in the Dutch uh, song history is there. For one minute and 16 seconds, Edzilia Romley and Ye Laat Me Zijn. And uh, out of the press from uh, just a couple of days ago. Now the new song by Daphna Deckel from Israel. Remember, she sang Zerak Sport at Eurovision in 1992. That was won by Ireland's Linda Martin with By Me. Israel reached sixth place with uh, Daphna and this new song is called Live. New. That's a little bit longer than 1 minute and 16. Ananimus fimats mam beshaket. Haruach shoteket. Lifnei hasera. Oh, oh, oh. 
את הדלת שהייתה סגורה כל כך, מוכנה לשמש הלוהטת, כבר לא מחפשת לשקוע בנשכח, יום נולד ויום עובר, לאהוב להתמסר הלב They go, that is Daphna Dekel and live. That's what it translates to uh, from Hebrew. And uh, thank you very much for the headhunter for getting the songs for us. Uh, he's, he's scanning continuously in the world of the internet to find material of the Eurovision art artists. And uh, uh, he's, he's doing it so nicely. And there's a lot of it, lots of it. Just four hours is not enough to squeeze everything in. Now, let's go and do a bit more of visiting Eurovision 2020. Radio International, the post-Eurovision depression cure with Dr. JP. Now, I had the pleasure to meet and interview Michael Ben David, the crazy gentleman, I must say, at the Eurovision Song Contest 2022. And that was in Turin, of course, right after the press conference. Let's have a little listen to the interview that we did with him. We had the Eurovision Song Contest 2022 in Turin in Italy. And with us now is the charming man from Israel. It's Michael Ben David, who sings the song I Am. Hi, Michael. Nice to meet you. Hey, happy birthday for 24 years of broadcasting. God bless you. Oh, thank I'm you so very much. You. Wow, thank you so much for this. That's very kind of you. Well, three years ago, we were all in Israel at Eurovision, and did you actually ever thought at that point that you were coming to represent Israel at Eurovision? Hell no. Hell, <laughs> hell, hell no. You know, feeling good as hell? No. <laughs> uh, no, I, I actually believe imagining that, but I didn't really believe in this, mm. because, you know, this is a very hard business. 
and there's so much talented people in the world and so uh, you know not many of the chances but I'm here now and I'm super excited and I'm here with all the all of those amazing you know uh, competitors and super blessed to be here this is an amazing state amazing opportunity and I'm so great and you know if uh, I have a lot of grace for you for uh, wasting your time for me and thank you so oh, much oh no I'm not wasting I'm glad to be here with you. you so, so that's very really nice so we had the pleasure to enjoy the press conference with you just now very entertaining yes you think? where do you take that from that the energy the charm you be bringing out to the audience from TV from TV yeah you, I see and I'm like I'm like Nicole Scherzinger you know her my leading over the pussycat dolls she's my she's my everything and I'm in love with her so I'm basically like little Nicole Scherzinger yeah she's my alter ego so she's she's helping me with English because my English is rubbish you know yeah it's perfect Thank you. it's really perfect in the, in the way that you do it it's really nice thank, thank you, you so, so much. much now let's talk about your musical background how did you uh, start how did it start for you to be I a singer actually my first uh, in, uh, you know uh, I actually worked as a, a musical uh, waiter waiter uh, at the restaurants you know I was singing and in giving food to people so it was uh, my first experience in music I was like singing Whitney Houston and uh, and Barbara Sassino if I and I Love you. I eat your food. Yeah, <laughs> it was like this, and then I went and I was study acting school. Mm -hmm. So it was amazing. I learned how to be professional, and then it was like, like uh, one years ago. Well, one year ago, and then I went to the supermarket because you know, we have the quarantine, you know. So I needed the food home to bring food home. So I went to the supermarket as a cashier. And then I went to the X Factor Israel, and this year the winner of the X Factor Israel uh, got the chance to represent Israel, you know, his country at the Eurovision. And now I'm here sitting with you, my dear boy. Wow, fantastic. Yes, Good amazing. story that is. The X Factor is a, is a really tough school to go through. Hell yeah. uh, I see that in, in many countries, and you, you won it. Yes. What experience so from X Factor could you, could you bring to Eurovision? Wow, like. Uh, the voices in my head, you know, every mm -hmm. time that I went to the stage, I had so much voices in my head that I'm not good enough, you know, you, you, you go, everybody's going to laugh at you and you so, you know, and then I was like, it was a fighting, I was fighting with myself that said that I am worthy and I'm good enough. So now when I went to the, the biggest stage in the planet, I was like, no, keep saying that you are the best, believe in yourself and you're here for a reason. And there is so much talented people in the world, and I got the chance to be here. So I have to, you know, to uh, bless this stage, and I'm super happy to be here. Now, now you, you want X Factor, you had Eurovision. That's already a huge challenge to be here now. So what's the next challenge in your life? You know, just keep doing music, I think. And, you know, this is a, a chance with so much people in the crowd. And then in Israel, it's less more, you know, we don't have the, you know, that big. So I need to start with a little bit of an audience, you know, like a thousand people or, you know, even 50, you know. But doing music, doing, a, I just need to bring myself to the table and I hope people will listen to me. I'm super blessed, yeah. At Eurovision, and Eurovision is all about uniting, it's about music. Have you met any friends with the other singers at, at yeah. the contest? I met and Sheldon from Australia, 
and you know I want to meet Chanel because I didn't I haven't met her yet so I'm so I'm waiting for her because she's amazing you know and you know I met some of, of you know a little bit of here but you know it's like I give them a kisses and then I went to the stage so I I really waiting to see them more but they're amazing and they're so young you know like me it's not a you know super young and super nice and super uh, wow they're so mm. nice yeah you are representing israel at eurovision but you you have ancestry in actually war-torn ukraine so how uh, how is your family there are they in, in protection my family in ukraine my uncle and my nephews are at the bunkers you know and they don't want to come to israel because they're rooting for their country mm. and they're not moving from there mm. and the situation is very hard because there is no pills there is no food medicines and it's very hard you know I, I, like I'm trying to talk to them like each and every day and it breaks my heart people don't even understand what is going on there so everybody is talking about Ukraine will win this year I hope they will win their country back not only the Eurovision mm. Very, very hard. You know, I'm thinking in Russian right now, so... Let's talk about your song, I Am. Why, why did you pick it this way to, to spell it I Am? Normally it's I Am with I A M. You know, that's and a, what this is this song about? Great question. I need to ask her by myself, you know? <laughs> so I will ask the composers. But this song is about being confident in your own skin, in your, with your own sexuality. Don't take yourself too serious. Embrace yourself. Respect yourself. Give yourself that, you know, just be the queen, be the king, you know, you, you deserve it. Just stand up for yourself. Mm. And you can sing about, I am, I am, I am, you know, because you're not less than anyone. I'm not, we are not better than anyone, but we are not less than anyone. So this song is about yourself, empowering yourself. I, I love this song. I'm very proud of this song. Okay, I've got two more questions. And one of them is, of course, X Factor. One of the judges was Netta. Yeah! She won Eurovision for Israel, yeah. that's why we came 2019 to your country. What advice as a winner did she tell she's you? She's now... Exactly, she's, yeah, she's there. Dancing <laughs> with my balls on the <laughs> I love her. She was my, she actually was my mentor mm -hmm. at the X Factor. And she, one of the reasons that I won, because she helped me day and night, you know. I'm in love with her. She's such an inspiration. She is so talented and a very kind human, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm in love with her. She, you know, I'm so lucky. I'm super lucky. She's amazing. She will like message me last night that I'm amazing. Remember that. Don't think about anything. It's just about yourself, the performance, and I'm in love with her. Israel has a big history at Eurovision with fantastic entries and also good winners as well. Uh, what are your favorites from the Israeli past of Eurovision songs? I love Neta, Neta's song. I love Dana International song, Diva. I love Abani Bia Poebe. I love everything. You know, in Israel, we ha this is a very small country, but very big talent. So, yeah, my country is amazing. Most open country and beautiful country, and they're all rooting for me. I'm so humble and happy to be here, and I love my country. You're a very good ambassador for Israel, yeah. really, and, and you're doing a, a fantastic job in how you deal with the media, how the press conferences went, Thank you. the performance on stage. You happy with that, with the rehearsals? Yes, yes. I'm happy because I want to be, I want to bring something very um, professional to the stage, you know, because 
we need to do good performance. It's about uh, doing fun and I want the people to look at me and they were like, okay, come on, you have it, come on, let's dance, let's do it. So yeah, it's very important for me and it's going to be amazing. Amazing, fantastic, yeah. wow. It's wow. And this is really the last question. Now, what's in the future for you, Michael? Songs, I hope songs, a lot of live shows with people, con connecting with people. You know, the best way that I connect with people is by music and by myself. Look at me, you know, I love you, I love you. Uh, but I want to speak music and I can't wait. But for now, I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about this dream because this is a dream. Mm. So I'm living the dream, babe. Hell yeah. Well, enjoy the performance on the stage. Do it well for Israel. Take that step into the big final of your vision. Whoever wins, no matter what, yes. doesn't care. Enjoy it, make Thank friends. You. So, who is listening to us right now? Who is going to hear me? All the Eurovision fans that are listening to the show. I love you. I love you. I love you. God bless you. Keep voting, guys. I need you because I'm nothing without the people in the home, in the house, in the home. I love you. God bless you. Thank you so kind. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. The Eurovision Song Contest 2022 on Radio International with JP. Hey, this is Michael Ben David from Israel. You are listening to Radio International with JP, my boy. And this is my song, I Am Enjoy, I Love Ya. Baby, sometimes life can bring you down. But honey, keep your head up. Keep your head up. Keep your head up in the <laughs> You can call me crazy or just call my name You can say that I'm stunning, it's not a shame Cause I know I am
Michael Ben David from Israel at the Eurovision Song Contest 2022 and the song is called I M and that's just the letter I and the letter M there sadly not qualifying for the grand final it ended up number 13 in semi-final 2 at the Eurovision Song Contest in Torino now we got something new a new emerging artist from the sunny island of Malta a big thanks to Markalea Bayliss in Malta who is managing uh, some of the upcoming artists as well as established artists there and uh, he sent me a press release saying JP this is a new single a new singer as well let's go and uh, give it a spin as well and uh, here comes Enya Magri and Love me like New. Next is David Mann in the birthday file. Thinking about the time I was in the dark, never let myself spark. No, those old times when nothing was okay. What a power woman this is. Love me like. Great stuff there. Thank you so much. Mark Alea Bailey is in sunny Malta. In fact, uh, David is still in the wings, but we got Michael Woodhead coming your way next. He is the organizer of Eurostars.
Wow! Here we are. Welcome back after the little break. And now we have a guest on the show today. And uh, he has been with us uh, a few times on the show. He's organizing the Eurostars in concert in London. It's Michael Woodhead. Hello, Michael. Nice to speak to you again. Hi, good evening, JP. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm very good. Actually, I, I enjoy the summertime so much. I can go outside. I can do all the sports and, and enjoy um, the beach, the cycling, the, the, the volleyball I play outside. So it's all nice. And of course, have the nice music of Eurovision. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'm so pleased that Eurostars is back again for the summer. And yeah, the weather's been so lovely in London, so hopefully the sun will be shining. <laughs> Indeed. So, so uh, you're organizing this since when, actually? Uh, yeah, so this is going to be the sixth year now that we've done the show. Um, yeah, so we started in 2018, and then we've done every year since, apart from 2020 because of the COVID pandemic. But um, that's the only year we missed. So um, yeah, this is going to be show number six. <laughs> wow, wow. Well, it's nice to have something like this every every uh, summertime. Uh, it's not just the Eurovision Song Contest. There's a few of those events that, like you do, the Portuguese to the Eurovision live concert. Then we have the Eurovision weekend. We have the Eurovision cruise. Uh, we have Jem Lovely. There's so many things happening, and uh, lately the Polish had also something a couple of weeks ago or so. So that, and yes, uh, yeah, that's really really cool. So, so thank you very much for putting your time and efforts in. So, for this year, when did you start preparing it? Uh, yeah, so this year we started preparing it earlier, um, sort of January time, um, just talking to a few artists and seeing who's available, um, like we always do. Um, we always do the show in August because it's kind of, as you know, it's a bit of a quieter time for Eurovision. So before, like after the excitement of May and all of everyone's calmed down and we know who the winner is and who's going to host and then but it's before all of the national selection starts so it's a good time for us to do a show um, and do something where people can come and enjoy the music of Eurovision well you know I, I can I can actually see you on the sky when we do the interview and you really I can see your eyes you're fully enthusiastic on, on organizing this <laughs> and having it and uh, so you you you, you uh, I think over the years you also get the get the feels for how to organize it and and you, you it, it gets easier for you is that the feeling you have Yeah, I would say so. Um, yeah, it's definitely easier for us to organize now because we built up a good network of contacts in the Eurovision community, lots of artists. And we've even had artists um, from the shows who have come to us because they've worked with artists that we've had previously. So it is like a big family, which is one of the things that we love about Eurovision. You know, it's just so, everybody's so lovely, so easy to work with and everyone's really passionate about giving a great performance that, that's what that's the the nice thing about uh, doing a Eurovision event because even the artists they see see it as 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 being being good friends and this is so nice to to have that and uh, uh, I, I think I think you you are doing a, a great job in, in the, the artists you're picking I, I, we're going to talk about those in just a few seconds um, uh, so you said you started off in 2016 uh, 2018 18 first, 18 yeah, I think yeah yeah 2018 <laughs> and uh, How did oh no, sorry, 2016. Sorry, yeah. I'm getting my dates wrong. <laughs> no voice, no voice. But so, so 2016 you started, and how did the idea come up with uh, about do, to do uh, the uh, Eurostars in concert? Yeah, so originally it was an idea by um, one of my um, colleagues, Caroline, who we work with on the show, um, and she wanted to do something for the Eurovision community in London because um, obviously there's a preview party every year, but that's normally 
around April time. And then after April, there wasn't really much for the fan community, especially in the summer months. So um, she originally had the idea. And then um, myself and uh, another colleague, Tanya, formed a committee um, to start to put the show together. And it just kind of went from there, really. So And then we've been doing it every year since. Now, one of the things that's always is part of a Eurovision event, I don't know if it's part of uh, part of yours, uh, is a voting. Are you planning to put something kind of a voting inside? <laughs> Uh, no, we haven't done that. It's something we perhaps we would explore, but um, then it's a little bit unfair, isn't it? Because what if the artists get different scores on our night? <laughs> 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 I, 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 I see what you mean. <laughs> But, uh, so, uh, the, the, the venue is the Water Rats. <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about, about the venue. How can it be reached? Yeah, so the venue, it's um, just near King's Cross uh, train station. So, it's literally like 10 minutes walk from where the Eurostar arrives in London. So, anybody traveling from France or any other countries on the Eurostar, it's easy to get to. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a really nice venue because... Um, it's well placed, easy to access, but also inside the venue, it's quite intimate. So you have a really nice connection with the stage and with the artists and you really feel like you're close to the music. So it's a great space to use. Nice. And and uh, um, uh, how, how many people fit inside the, the water rats? Um, yeah, it's a couple of hundred people we can fit in total if we really push people in. So, um, but yeah, obviously with uh, the pandemic and things, we're trying to, if we can, make people mm. a little bit spaced out so that um, it doesn't feel too crowded. Yeah. But um, it's always a fun event. Do, do people need to wear masks? Is, is that mandatory in the UK or has that stopped? Um, no, it's not mandatory now. It's um, optional. So um, if people choose to on the evening, then they're more than welcome to. Um, we just want to make sure that people feel comfortable at the show. Okay. Uh, so tell us about the, the start and, and uh, what's the program lineup and who you have invited. Yeah. So um, this year we have a couple of artists. So uh, we have Rasmussen from Denmark. So as you know, he represented 2018, uh, Higher Ground. Fantastic song. Uh, I remember watching it on TV on the night and I just thought, wow, this guy is just amazing. And just he, he has such a passionate voice, really just a great stage presence. So we're really excited to have him because um, I think he'll be a really great Uh, great performer on the evening. Uh, then we have Susie from Portugal, so 2014. Uh, she, I think she's going to bring some really great energy. I've seen her perform at other Eurovision events and mm -hmm. she always brings the party. So I think it'll be a lot of fun to have her there. <laughs> um, then as well as Susie, we also have James Fox. So James Fox actually represented the UK in 2004. Um, and um, yeah, it's really, um, really nice to have him here because he hasn't performed a, a Eurovision event for a long time. So um, he's done other concerts and events and things. Um, But yeah, it's going to be really fun to have him at the show and hopefully we can persuade him to play his guitar. Let's oh, see. Oh, he would love to. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. he will. He will, he will. Nice. <laughs> and then uh, finally, um, rounding up the lineup, we have Lindsay Dracus from 2001. So um, Lindsay, obviously, No Dream Impossible, fantastic song. Uh, I think she was, from memory, she was one of the youngest performers ever to perform in Eurovision for the UK. So I think she was 15 or 16 at the time when she mm. sang the song. Um, and obviously, since she's grown up, she's really brought a kind of a new energy to that song. It's a fantastic Eurovision song. Uh, and Lindsay's just a great performer as well. And we've worked with Lindsay before and she mm. was just so popular and we really wanted to have her back again for another event. So we're really excited to have her 
as part of the show. This is great, great. So, yeah, she, I, I met her also a few times in, in Jem Lovely, where you also were yeah. met here. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, so she was kind of exploring how things go. But now, mm -hmm. then during the Corona times, she did do the, the uh, concerts on the weekend, which was quite nice mm -hmm. and enjoyable, uh, basically singing Eurovision songs or any other songs uh, on request by the people that were tuned in to her. I think it was Facebook uh, concerts she did. Really yes, nice. it was, yeah. Yeah, Lindsay's just a really, really strong performer, but I don't know um, if you know, but she's recently had a baby, so it was a couple of months ago now, so mm. obviously she hasn't been performing um, for a while um, when she was having the baby, but um, we're really excited to have her back um, to sing live for us. Fabulous. So, criterias for why you picked those four artists? What, what, what was uh, behind, besides that um, you worked with them before? Yeah, so I think it was, we always try and get a mix of male and female artists and always try and get a mix of across different years as well. So not always just the most recent artists from the show, um, because we want to give... I guess there's, the great thing about Eurovision is it spans so many generations of people. So, um, yeah, and we had somebody who contacted us who's been following James since before his Eurovision days, and they're really excited to come to the show. So it's, it's really nice to kind of get a good mix of artists across different years and just bring something different, I guess, that you don't normally get um, at a concert. Which artists are on your wish list for maybe next year? Have you already got thought <laughs> of something like that? Um, so there's a couple, yeah. It's kind of tricky to say because um, I guess it depends who's available at the time and, you know, their own schedules. There's a couple of artists we, we've looked at over a couple of years, but they always seem to have schedule conflicts and things, which mm. is frustrating. Um, I think it's always nice to have some of, like, the people, I guess, from the golden age of Eurovision. So one of my personal favorites is Bobby Socks, and I would mm. absolutely love to get them to do the show because I just, I even now when you see them perform, they still have a great stage presence, great energy, and just, you know, sound fabulous. And lovely ladies. I met both of them a few times at yeah. the Melody Festival. And then, yeah, so the Bobby Socks is, is, is fantastic to have them. About tickets for the show for the Eurostars 2022. Yeah, so um, tickets are on sale now, so you can get them from our website, which is Euro stars uh, and that stars with a z.co.uk uh, they're 29 pounds 50 for the tickets and then we also i think we've only got a very small number of vip tickets left if you want to also have the opportunity to meet the artists um, and take a photo before the show um, but yeah the general tickets are um, we've still got general tickets available um, yeah so if you want to get tickets for the show all you need to do is go to eurostars and that stars with a z.co.uk Uh, the tickets are on sale there and they're £29.50 for general tickets. We also have a very, very small number of VIP tickets left where you can also get to meet the artist before the show. Perfect. And it's all on the 13th of August in London's Water Rats near King's Cross Station. That's right, yeah. So 13th of August, uh, Water Rats, King's Cross. Uh, the show will start at 8pm. Uh, we will open the doors before that, of course. And then uh, the show will probably finish around 11pm. But then after that, uh, we also have a Eurovision DJ playing songs um, throughout the evening as well. Just so hopefully everyone can stay and enjoy the party and dance and celebrate Super. Eurovision. Ah, that's, that's so nice, so nice. Uh, so uh, I wish you a good, good uh, organization of it when it comes to on the day and uh, of course a lot of fun as well and I'm sure you, you've, you all will be embracing each other with uh, listening to the music the artists that, that you picked and uh, uh, one more thing I'd like to, uh, to, to say a big thanks to, to, to the guys of, of you that did the promotion 
the the uh, the promotion of the Eurostars. Who are they? Uh, yeah, so the people who uh, recorded the promotion, that's actually my auntie and uncle. Uh, and um, yeah, they are both singers, or they were singers. They're retired now from the, the industry. But also they have a Eurovision connection as well. So they almost got to represent for Norway back in the 1980s. Um, oh. Yeah, they were in the national selection, but then the delegation decided actually they wanted um, somebody to sing in the native language, and unfortunately they couldn't do that, so they were out of the running. But yeah, they could have represented for Eurovision. <laughs> uh, we're going to listen to the poem right now, and also, of course, hear the voices of the aunt and uncle of, of Michael, as well as uh, uh, clips of the songs of the artists that are going to be performing performing on the 13th of August. Michael, thank you very much for coming on and have a fantastic event. All the best of luck. Thanks so much, JP. Great to talk to you and hope to see you there one day. Feel, feel the power. Broadcasting across the globe. This is Radio International. Hey, Eurovision fans. Get yourself down to live music venue, The Water Rats, King's Cross in London on Saturday the 13th of August for this year's Eurostars in Concert. Eurostars is back again and we want you to join the party with some of your favourite Eurovision stars, including Rasmussen, who represented Denmark in 2018. Oh, 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 who represented Portugal in 2014. James Fox, who represented the United Kingdom in 2004. Lindsay Drakers, who represented the United Kingdom in 2001. So, get it in your diary today. Eurostars in concert. Saturday, the 13th of August at the Water Rats King's Cross in London. Tickets are on sale now, and to get yours, simply head on over to eurostars.co.uk, and that is stars spelt with a Z. Relive the moment with Eurostars in concert. How nice did they do that? Thank you very much, Michael Woodhead. Good luck with uh, the event on the 13th of August in the Water Rats in London Town. The Eurovision Song Contest 2022 on Radio International with JP.
one more time we're gonna hit the head not hit we we had to the eurovision song contest of 2022 finland's entry the rasmus hello team finland Hi. The rasmus, it's jp from radio international we met before yeah amsterdam madrid yeah. as well yeah mm-hmm. which was the nicest pre-party you went to and uh, then my other question is, you have won numerous music awards. Which of those is the most important one for you? And which award in your life would you like to achieve? So let me just ask you, uh, answer your first question. So we only had the time to go to two parties in Madrid and Amsterdam. And I was really blown away both times because the, the people who are the fans in the parties, they are really they're really loving and accepting all the artists and they're kind of really cheering passionately for everybody and I felt really happy about it and of course to hang out with the other Yes, other and being in a situation where there is like 30 different countries from Europe in the same room it was very emotional and uh, you know because of the situation in Ukraine it felt also kind of sad but sort of good at the same time that we were there united and it's the whole beauty of this Eurovision thing. And I, I think it's really important that this is happening right now. And also we've had really good conversations with the Ukrainian Kalush. And we are actually planning to make some music together. So stay tuned. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Looking forward yeah. to that. But, but what about your awards you have, you have achieved and which one you want to achieve? I think for me, one of the most important ones is the, the MTV award. So once we finally got the, the best Nordic act, I was like, oh, now I can quit. <laughs> but you didn't. No. Which is good. <laughs> I never quit. The next one we would want to achieve. Uh, More of those for us to play. Don't go, don't go, victory. <laughs> of course, that one, yeah. <laughs> we are the Rasmus. You're listening to Radio International with JP. And this is our song, Jezebel! Finland. Midnight, it's time to put your face on. Game set, a killer shocking heat. I'm just the first shot on your hit list. High kicks, a predator on wheels.
taking you through the summer. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Radio International. Let's go. Hello, this is Mike Hills and I'm from Slovenia. You're listening to Radio International with JP and this is my song, No One. Enjoy. Hello, this is Lucia Perez from Spain. You are listening to Radio Internacional with JP, and this is my song, this Que Me Quiten Lo Bailao. Enjoy! Hello, this is Eric Saade from Sweden. You're listening to Radio International with GP. And this is my song, Popular. Enjoy it. It's Barbara Pravi from France. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Voilà! Moi, la chanteuse à demi. Parlez de moi. À vos amours, à vos amis. Parlez-leur de cette fille aux yeux noirs et de son rêve fou. Moi, ce que je veux, c'est écrire des histoires qui arrivent jusqu'à vous. C'est tout Voilà, voilà, voilà Voilà qui je suis Me voilà même si Mise à nu j'ai peur Oui, me voilà dans le bruit Et dans le silence Regardez-moi Ou du moins ce qu'il en reste Regardez-moi Avant que je me déteste Quoi vous dire les lèvres d'une autre ne vous diront pas C'est peu de choses mais moi tout ce que j'ai Je le dépose là Voilà Voilà, voilà, voilà Voilà qui je suis Me voilà même si Mise à nu c'est fini C'est ma gueule, c'est mon cri Me voilà tant pis Comment 
Aimez-moi comme on aime un ami qui s'en va pour toujours Je veux qu'on m'aime parce que moi je sais pas bien aimer mes contours Across the globe, this is Radio International. And welcome back to the third hour already. Time flies when you're having fun. Big thanks to Barbara Pavi. She came second at the Eurovision Song Contest in 2021 for La France. With the song Voila. And only previously, in the previous... Uh, December, she won the Junior Eurovision Song Contest as songwriter for Valentina Jimagin. Barbara has got the new song out. We're going to hear it right after the opening of this hour. It's called 355. No, 365. <laughs> so 365. <laughs> French test here. Coming away. And also David Mann in this hour with the birthday file. And our newsman Nick will be joining us in hour number four today. But joining us in this hour still is our Eurovision Lordship, Marcus Keppel Palmer, for the Eurovision Spotlight. The double threes three from Bosnia Herzegovina and three from Bulgaria. And then in our fourth hour, our guest of honor today, Annabel Conde, who represented Spain at the Eurovision Song Contest 1995, coming second in the contest there. We've got a couple of your requests as well in the next hour, as well as David Mann's Eurovision cover spot and Nick with the Eurovision News. So quite an intense fourth hour, but it's all good, I tell you. Okie doke. This, by the way, is an instrumental piece of music. It's Paul Mouriat. And it has the Ce Soir Je Day, which was an entry, I think, from Luxembourg in the 60s somewhere. Anyway, there you go. Now you have it all. Everybody. My name is Vova. My name is Timur. I am Alex. We are the hosts of the Eurovision Sun Contest 2017 in Ukraine. And you're listening to Radio International with JP. Enjoy the show and celebrate diversity with us. Radio International. 
There you go. That is uh, 365. That's 365. I think that's how to say it in in, in French. And uh, yeah, that's uh, 365 days. Barbara Pavi, the brand new song of the lady that uh, came second at the Eurovision Song Contest in, oh, it was back in what a 2021 of course righty let's now have a request coming up actually is is one in two he does it always uh, he'd like to listen to a flashback of uh, the eurovision song contest 2021 so let's go and do it for alexander sanchez in bilbao in spain Well, actually, it should be 2000 and t- t- uh, 2001. <laughs> Let's try this now. Yes. 
Live Radio. International. 2001. It's friends from Sweden. Listen to your heartbeat at number five. At four, the French entry. Natasha Saint-Pierre, Je n'ai que mon âme. Greece and Antique die for you. What was number one in 2001? Number two was the host entry. Denmark and Rollo and King with Never Ever Let You Go at two. The winner, Estonia with Tanel Pada and Dave Benton and everybody. The Eurovision Song Contest Top 5 of 2001. For Alexander Sanchez. And then he also sends an email saying, can you please play a request I'd like to hear and any song from Turkey uh, be before 2003, but not in Turkish. Okay, yeah, in English. So, yeah, I've been uh, going through the, the archives and I found it, actually. I found one uh, not that far away from uh, ni- 2003. In fact, it's taken us to... 1996. And it's a Turkish entry by Sepnem Paker, who actually represented Turkey, I think, twice. Uh, in 1996 as well as in 1997. I'm going to play you the 1996 entry that hit number 12. The song in Turkish is called uh, Besinici Mufzm, <laughs> Hand in Hand. Let's go. 
that's the English version of the Turkish entry in 1996 at the Eurovision Song Contest. It came 12th and it is Sepnem Pakea and the song is called Hand in Hand and in Turkish Besinki Mevzim. Uh, we have to ask a Turkish person if this is correct. Right. Okay, let's now swing it over to London. It's David Mann in Studio 3 for this week's edition of The Birthday File. Radio International. Oh, I love it. Europe's number one. Eurovision birthday time once again here on Radio International and our list of artists who've been celebrating a birthday over the last week includes no less than three from the Eurovisions of the 1960s including one Eurovision winner and four artists who took to the Eurovision stage in Turin this year. First of all, though, let's send birthday greetings to Geta Bulaku, who sang for Moldova in 2008, to Duna Zivkovic, who, alongside Jovana Radonjic, sang for Serbia at the Junior Contest in 2021. Greetings also go to Alice Christina Ingrid Gernant, better known as Ace Wilder, who sang at Sweden's Melody Festival in 2014, 2016 and 2017. Greetings also to famous Oberogo, who took part in Spain's Operación Triunfo in 2019. To three-time Eurovision entrant for Iceland, Sigridur Benzdottir, or Sigur, who took part for Iceland as part of Sjoran in 1990, as a soloist in 1994 and as member of Heart to Heart in 1992. Also cutting the birthday cake this week, Marion Gargiulo, who sang for Monaco in 2004, Rui Bandera, Portugal 1999, Slovenia's 2008 singer Rebecca de Melge, Gore Sivin from Dorians from Armenia in 2013, Cyprus representative in 2015, John Karianis, Jake Shakeshaft, one half of the UK's Joe and Jake from 2015, and Mats Goran Soderlund, or Gunther, who sang in Melody Festival and in Sweden in 2006, and in Finland's UMK in 2017. And also celebrating this week, Evelina Sasenko, who sang Lithuania's entry at the 2011 contest in Dusseldorf, and Sevak Kanagyan, who sang Armenia's song in 2018. We've two more Icelandic Eurovision representatives celebrating a birthday this week. Christian Gislason, a member of Too Tricky for Iceland in 2001, who went on to be a backing singer for Iceland at Eurovision in 2010, 2013 and 2016. And Augusta Eva Erlensdottir from Iceland 2006, better known as Sylvia Knight. Two of the artists who took to the stage in the Villa Louvigny in Luxembourg at the 1966 contest have their birthdays this week Arlette Antoine Dominicus, or Tonya, who represented Belgium, and Anne Christine Nystrom, who represented Finland. And also from the 1960s, it's a very happy birthday to Eurovision winner for France in 1962, Isabel Aubray. As I mentioned, we've got no less than four of this year's competitors in Turin with birthdays this week. 
one of the sisters from Iceland, Ida Bergvist, a member of Ready for Denmark, Luca Mikkelmeyer, aka Lumix from Austria, and Israel's flamboyant performer Michael Ben David. And finally this week it's birthday greetings to two artists who share a name and also share the distinction, if you can call it that, of having results which didn't bear out their pre-contest popularity. We'll hear Ryan Dolan's 2013 song for Ireland, Only Love Survives, in just a moment, after we've sent birthday greetings this week to Belgium's representative in 2006 and Jutta Dor with Kate Ryan. Hi, this is Kate Ryan and you're listening to JP on Radio International. This is Ryan Dolan from Ireland and you're listening to Radio International with JP and this is my song Only Love Survives. Enjoy. Watching the 
Happy Birthday to Ryan Dolan and to Kate Ryan and to you if it is yours outside there on the radio land. But tongue isn't working today, Bribel. But anyway, Jetador was Kate Ryan's Eurovision entry in 2006 for Belgium. Number 12 in the semi-final. Ryan Dolan made it into the final in 2013 for Ireland. And then ended up at number 26. Eurovision Spotlight on Radio International. This week... I'm bowing in front of the Eurovision Lordship, Marcus Keppel-Farmer. Hello, Marcus. Welcome back. Thank you. I doff, I doff my cap to you, JP. <laughs> you're, the, you're the wonder of Eurovision as always. And uh, thank you for having me on the show this week. Lovely to hear David Mann sounding um, very, very charming there. What a charming man David Mann is. Yeah, he is a very charming man. <laughs> he is. He is. Yeah. Do you know, Morrissey... Uh, from the Smiths, yep. once met David Mann and then wrote a song about him, This Charming Man. There oh, okay. I tell you also, David is very humorous. I love his humor to bits and pieces. It's so so funny he is, 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 uh, when, when you're with him. You just laugh all the time. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Well, that's, of course, because David lived through, through um, you know, a lot of history. <laughs> he, he, he was around in the 1930s when they had a different sense of humor. <laughs> Well, actually, I tell you the secret that it is 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 as old as the Eurovision Song Contest is, uh, plus one. Oh my gosh! No way! I can't believe that. <laughs> they, I mean, he he's 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 younger than me then, as always. Uh, but just just by a couple of days, I guess. Yes, I know. Very nice. <laughs> anyway, anyway, JP. Uh, uh, what are we doing today? Well, I thought we we're going to do the Eurovision Spotlight, of course, and uh, the double threes. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, that makes six, does it? Uh, <laughs> you can count, six. man. You're, you're very good. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I can't believe it that I've almost, almost got mathematics down to my GCSEs. But it's uh, lovely to see everyone in radio, your radio international land, Eurovision uh, fans all. And, of course, welcome everyone to the UK host of the 2023 contest. Well, oh. we say now, will, will you have a royal um, something to do with it? Well, it is by royal appointment, of course, and so therefore, I, you know, I, it's a secret, JP, but I have been asked if I would cut the ribbon to open the contest. Oh, oh. Mm. Yeah, I know, I know. Wow. I know. I, unfortunately, JP, I might be washing my hair at the time. <laughs> Which hair? <laughs> <laughs> And for, and for everybody who can't see the studio, it's this one. <laughs> anyway, JP, enough of this. Enough of this. We have, we have two, two delightful Eurovision countries who have not participated for as long as David Mann or, nor I. And uh, we've got Bosnia and Bulgaria. And I've selected uh, three songs from each uh, that um, I, I quite like. And that, I think, is, is about all uh, that we need to say. The first one is from the contest that was held in Helgrade in Serbia. Um, so, Laka 
did not have to travel very far with his sister Mirella, and they performed a, a great uh, and somewhat quirky song that was all about hanging out there washing on the line. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and so, JP, let's let's hear a bit of Pokersage. Pokersage. 2008 <laughs> Prevarim faunu i floru Da život nije postao u moru Nego od ljubavi Ljubavi, ljubavi Od ljubavi Kolike protrači smo dane Ležeći jedući banane Pa spado smo na niske grane Bez ljubavi Ljubavi, ljubavi Bez ljubavi How fantastic was that piece of music? Taking you through the summer. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. And Eurovision Lordship Marcus Kappel Palmer. Pokusai was the entry by Laka at the Eurovision Song Contest in 2008, representing Bosnia and Herzegovina, reaching number 10 in the grand final. Why is Bosnia and Herzegovina these days at Eurovision? We miss them. 
Uh, we do. We, we do indeed. And of course, uh, they've never won it, but uh, they uh, nearly won uh, with Harry Mata Harry and uh, Leila, uh, which was uh, written, of course, by the uh, Jetko Yoksimovic, who is not Bosnian. And uh, therefore, it uh, would, would have been a bit of a scandal if they'd won with a song written by a Serb. But, uh, you know, there it is. They they did well for, for certain periods of time. And then I think the money ran out and they've decided to sit out the last few um, Eurovisions indeed. Um, the one thing I would say about um, Bosnia is, although they might not have been incredibly successful at um, Eurovision, uh, they have had some very good acts that have come out of, of Bosnia. And the 2008 um, Eurovision saw perhaps the greatest Bosnian musician uh, of all time performing uh, at Eurovision. And that is Juran uh, Bregovic, um, who was, of course, part of the um, Interval Act at 2008. And Juran Bregovic is uh, from Sarajevo and is, uh, is without doubt probably the greatest of all of the Yugoslav musicians that came out of, of that sort of Yugoslav era um, before the uh, country uh, devolved into its constituent elements. And uh, Goran Bregovic uh, was originally a founder and a member in, um, from the mid, well, mid to late 70s of a band called Bielo Dugme. And anybody who grew up in uh, Yugoslavia, uh, you know, growing up in the 80s would probably have begged, borrowed and stolen uh, recordings by Bielo Dugme there. They were the top, top uh, live and recording rock band uh, in all of Yugoslavia. And absolutely fantastic. I don't know if you've ever heard them, JP, but uh, it's a really great experience to listen to some Bielo Dugme. Yes, I did. I did. You have, yes. Mm. Well, um, when they split up, although they've, they've sort of got back and had reunion concerts every now and then, uh, Bregovic went solo and spent most of his um, career uh, writing um, music for films by people like um, Emil Sturridge uh, and so on. And also he formed the uh, Wedding Band, which uh, he played uh, his arrangements of Yugoslav folk music and uh, a lot more besides there. And has also had some success certainly in the Western, um, you, you know, um, countries or the former Western countries. Now, of course, we're all part of one Europe as it is now. So uh, without doubt, probably the, the best Bosnian artist ever to have taken the stage at Eurovision, um, Goran Bregovic, therefore, JP. So we're not going to play Goran Bregovic, but we're going to go all the way back to 2001. And uh, this one I've really liked so much so that I, I bought the album. And uh, this is Nino and Hanno. Shall we play it? Oh, go on, JP. Don't keep me waiting. 2001. Never keep a lord waiting. Bosnia and Herzegovina. Tačno u pola tri I da me iz vedra neba Grom pogodim 
Ti ne bi brinula, ne bi okom trepnula A kamo li kad te zovem, glavu okrenula I da snijeg sad padne po beharu i voću I da ti u lice kažem ono šta hoću Ti ne bi brinula, ne bi okom trepnula a kamo li za moj hatar Barem nasmiješila Hano, hajde de Za ti oči ne vide Za ti duša ne sluša Kad kažem da volim te Hano, hajde de Za ti oči ne vide Za ti duša ne sluša Kad kažem da volim te Hanno, and that's by uh, Nino from Bosnia and Herzegovina at the Eurovision Song Contest 2001. That came from the Parken Arena, the big, big arena back in 2001 in Copenhagen. Hit number 14 with that piece of music. And, uh, and we're back, JP, in the room, yes. <laughs> I, I feel sometimes like this castle of mine is a bit like the park and arena. <laughs> it's a long, long way to go, long way to go if you want to find the bathroom. Yeah, um, and you have to do a sprint then to get back to the phone, right? Yeah. Of course, um, when Bosnia first uh, took part, it was, uh, as an independent country, it was uh, with Fazla, and of course uh, they had uh, to escape uh, from uh, what was a war-torn Sarajevo then, uh, and uh, there was plenty of support and uh, applause for them when they, they took part over in Ireland. But it, um, RTV Sarajevo um, and Bosnia, that was not the first time that, that they had entered in the Eurovision because uh, there were, I think, five Bosnian entries in the Yugoslav era uh, who represented Yugoslavia. And that was partly because of the success of the annual contest that RTV Sarajevo set up, the Vas Schlaga Saison. Uh, you might remember Vice Vukov, uh, Sabadin Kurt, 
uh, Ambassadori. Uh, but probably the most famous uh, Bosnian entrant was Zavko uh, Kolic, who um, I think represented, uh, was it uh, 1974 maybe? 1973, I can't remember. It was... Uh, one of those one of those years in the mid 70s uh, 1973 and he was a very famous uh, singer he'd uh, been a member of uh, groups like indexi and uh, the corny group who of course would go on to represent in 1974 uh, and uh, so it wasn't the first uh, time that bosnia had been there but another very famous artist who came out of the yugoslav era and has kept his success going and is probably the biggest selling um, Bosnian artist in, in the former Yugoslavia is Dino Merlin, who of course uh, represented uh, Bosnia on two occasions at Eurovision. And uh, the third of my choices for Bosnia is the 2011 entry from Dino Merlin, uh, Love in Rewind. 2011. Hi, hello, this is Zino Merlin from Bosnia and Herzegovina. You are listening to Radio International with GP and this is my song, Love in Rewind. Enjoy! One to a hundred, multiplied by you It all looks great, it all looks cool Healthy children go to school With others in love, my son loves too oh, On the surface, oh in the distance, it's all the same Oh in the darkness, oh don't you notice what the different again life from me today
completely forgot how good that piece of music is by Dino Merlin from the Eurovision Song Contest 2011 in Düsseldorf. The song got as high as number six for Bosnia and Herzegovina. It's called Loving Rewind. What a good choice, Marcus. Eurovision Lordship over there in Bristol. Uh, thank you very much indeed. Well, um, as I say, um, Bosnia, my favorite, my favorite artist was on the uh, interval stage, but I did actually like uh, a few songs there. Also, big shout out, as I say, to uh, Harry Mata, Harry with Layla. And uh, of course, they, Bosnia also sent another song called Layla, uh, but that was uh, when they represented Yugoslavia. I have to say, I've also been landed with Bulgaria, uh, a country who have sent two good songs and <laughs> not much else, to be honest. Um, so uh, I'm going to start with, uh, with the song that uh, did best for Bulgaria and is my favorite song from Bulgaria. Um, Christian Kostov, uh, who came second in uh, 2017 with a beautiful mess. Um, I think this is a lovely song. I think he's got a good voice and uh, he, he is making some new music, which is very good over in America. Um, and certainly he's been giving a preview of it on his social media. So uh, JP, no doubt you'll be playing a bit of Christian Kostov's new material uh, very soon, hopefully. We will do as soon as the hit hunter has picked it up. Maybe he Lovely. already did. Let's uh, let's uh, look for that for next week, maybe then. Okay, let's go and uh, listen to his entry, shall we? Beautiful mess. Hit through the summer with Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. 2017. Bulgaria.
the best ever result at the Eurovision Song Contest for Bulgaria, number two in 2017. And it was Christian Costa, very young, I think only 17 at that time. A beautiful mess, the piece of music you've just heard. And it's part of the Eurovision Spotlight, the double freeze with Eurovision Lordship, Marcus Keppel Palmer. Ah, well, yes, as I said, um, Bulgaria has a fairly undistinguished uh, record in uh, their representations within Eurovision. Uh, by far and away, the most successful uh, entry of theirs there uh, was the great Christian Kostov. I really like that one. That was my favorite from uh, 2017. I think that should have been the winner, JP. Um, so I don't know if you'd agree with me. Definitely. Yes, yes, for sure. Absolutely good. It's always good. See, it's great when I ask JP these questions because he's always looking around for the next track to play and so he doesn't <laughs> listen to what I say. Oh, no, no, I did, I did listen. I did listen. He just goes. Um, I would say that, uh, of course, the one the great um, musical, uh, you know, success of Bulgaria was was the um, Golden Orpheus contest, the song contest that they held in the 60s and 70s, uh, which was a big showcase of international music uh, uh, held behind uh, the Iron Curtain on the Black Sea. So, um, you know, there it is. They got a bit of music, but. We're listening to, we're playing Eurovision entries from Bulgaria. And the uh, second one, and the last of the ones that I actually like from Bulgaria, is uh, from the following year, 2018. Equinox and Bones. Goes deep inside your soul. Equinox and Bones at the Eurovision Song Contest. It made it reached number 14. 2018. Bulgaria. And the final song is on the way with uh, our Eurovision Lord Marcus Keppel Palmer. What have you well, picked? 
Well, what we did, JP, was I asked all of the kitchen staff at uh, Eurovision Towers to um, pick a, a Bulgarian entry. They then all had to dive into the lake in uh, the Eurovision Towers um, grounds. And whoever could hold their breath longest their song would be played at this slot, JP. Uh-huh. And I'm delighted to say that Sebastian, who's one of the um, washing up staff, was able to hold their breath for two minutes and 47 seconds. So in honor of Sebastian, um, and also for Javier, um, and everybody else, this is the Deep Zone and Balthazar. So DJ, DJ <laughs> JP, <laughs> Take me away, please, from this. <laughs> it hit number 11 in semi-final two back in... 2008. Hey, Marcus, thank you very much for coming on. Looking forward to the next uh, Eurovision Spotlight slot with you. Me too, JP. All the best, and all the best for everyone in Radio International Land. Okay. Taking us to the end of this hour, it is uh, Deep Zone and Baltazar, DJ Baltazar and DJ Take Me Away, and then we'll be back with our number four, the final hour. We've got the Eurovision news coming up. We have the new song of Nicole, as well as we've got Annabelle Conde in interview, coming away, and the Eurovision cover spot, of course, as well. Can we squeeze it in? We'll do it. Bye, Marcus. Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Radio International. Hi, this is Soluna from Denmark. You are listening to Radio International with JP, and this is my song, Should Have Known Better. Enjoy! This is Oit Leplen from Estonia. You're listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Kula. Enjoy. Kula. 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 Kula.
is Pernilla from Finland. You are listening to Radio International with JP and this is my song Naya Blundar. Enjoy! from Serbia and you're listening to my song Oro uh, on the international radio Daga pogledam 
bringing you the magic of Eurovision. Radio International with JP. What a piece of music this was. What that this is. Hey, welcome back to the fourth and final hour this week on Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. Bringing you the magic indeed. You're from Serbia. In uh, 2008, Jelena Tomasovic, written by Jelko Joksimovic. And the song called Oro. And that one at the Eurovision Song Contest reached an, a number, fantastic number six position there. And it was also the uh, the year that Jelko Joksimovic co-hosted the contest with Joanna together. And later on they became husband and wife. Not Jelena, the two hosts. So Eurovision does unite. Jelena Tomasovic has got a new song out. It's called Ne Zalim. We're going to hear it in just a tick. We also got the new song of Nicole, the Eurovision winner of 1982. And also a 2022 version of Ein bisschen Frieden. We got an interview with uh, Annabel Conde. The lady that represented Spain at the Eurovision Song Contest 1995 coming second with Welbe Comigo. And David Mann rounds off today the, the show with the Eurovision cover spot. And in between, we spice it up with music and jingles. And my speech. If it works. Alrighty, let's go and listen to Jelena's new song. Ne Zalim on the way next. Radio International with JP. JP. New.
Yelena Tomasovic and Tane Zalim. It's a new song of her in Serbia. Really good. Now, a slightly delayed, but that's to do with availability of the colleagues. And in fact, uh, uh, Nick was on the road to ho- on holidays, and uh, he, he then stopped the car and he did the Eurovision news. And uh, to have it really brand new, and uh, uh, yeah, he sent it in. Let's go and have a listen to the Eurovision news next. Coming your way. Now on Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience, it's time for the very latest Eurovision news. And for that, Nick van Liet from ESCExtra.com. Hello, hello, hello. There is not a whole lot of news that we can share after this week. But there are bits and pieces, but there is a big story, JP. So let's just dive in straight away. The EBU have now confirmed that the United Kingdom will host Eurovision 2023. It is the ninth time in its history that the UK will be hosting the contest. In a press release, the EBU confirmed what was hardly a secret. The UK will host Eurovision 2023. The Eurovision Song Contest was won by Ukraine this year with Kalush Orchestra's uh, Stefania taking first place. However, after considering the geopolitical situation, the EBU decided last month that the 2023 contest could not take place in Ukraine for security reasons. That same statement also said that the EBU were in talks with the BBC to host the contest in the United Kingdom. Uh, The reason for that is that the UK came second in 2022. Now, the EBU has released the information that the UK will indeed host the Eurovision Song Contest next year. It also gave us information on what to expect from the contest itself and the months leading up to it. The first important bit of information is that Ukraine will automatically qualify to the Grand Final. The UK will obviously also qualify as a member of the Big Five. We shall return to a final night with 26 countries competing for the win. Last year that was not the case as Italy were both the host and a Big Five member. The shows will be organised by the BBC but Ukraine's broadcaster UAPBC will be sending representatives to help the British host develop Ukrainian elements in the production of the contest. The statement already announces that the logo, which has not been revealed yet, will reflect the special and unique circumstances behind the special hosting. It is the first time since 1980 that the contest will be held outside the winning country. Back then the Netherlands took over hosting duties from Israel, who were unable to host for a second year in a row Um, Israel later withdrew from that contest as it was on the same day as their Remembrance Day. Now, back to 2023, the uh, executive supervisor of the contest, Martin Oesterdal, has made a couple of comments. He says, The BBC has taken on hosting duties for other winning countries on four previous occasions. Continuing in this tradition of solidarity, we know that next year's contest will showcase the creativity and skill of Europe's one, Europe's most experienced public broadcaster, whilst ensuring that this year's winners, Ukraine, are celebrated and represented throughout the event. Um, Mikola Chernotichki, head of UAPBC's management board, has also commented. Um, now, we know that UAPBC have in the past not been too happy with the EBU taking away hosting duties, but Chernotichki has now confirmed that he says, the 2023 Eurovision Song Contest will not be in Ukraine, but in support of Ukraine. 
We are grateful to our BBC partners for showing solidarity with us. I am confident that together we will be able to add Ukrainian spirit to this event and once again unite the whole of Europe around our common values of peace, support, celebrating diversity and talent. Finally, the BBC have announced that their official bidding process will start this week, uh, says their Director General Tim Foley. Almost 20 cities have already publicly shown interest in hosting through the voices of may mayors or councils. The BBC does not expect every of these cities to apply and will publish the official list later in summer. The UK have reacted to the news of them hosting the Eurovision Song Contest next year by saying that it was a breaking news item on the BBC and uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson has com commented as well. He previously said that he wanted the U uh, Ukrainian broadcaster to take on hosting duties, but he now says that last week President Zelensky and I agreed that wherever Eurovision 2023 is held, it must celebrate the country and people of Ukraine. As we are now the host, the UK will honor that pledge directly and put on a fantastic contest on behalf of our Ukrainian friends. Um, he also said that he refers to President Zelensky, who shared a post on social media following Ukraine's win. In this post, Zelensky stated his hope that Ukraine would be able to host the contest in their own free country. Zelensky has not yet commented on the EBU's decision from this week. Nadine Dorries, the British Secretary of State for Digital Culture, Media and Sport, has shared her excitement about the Eurovision Song Contest heading towards the UK, saying, It's official, Eurovision is coming to the UK. This is Ukraine's Eurovision and it's an absolute privilege and honour for the UK to be supporting our friends. Previous Eurovision stars from the United Kingdom have also commented, uh, with Sam Ryder sharing a video on social media. Head over to ecxtra.com to watch that. And Lucy Janes saying it's happening. Basically what every British Eurovision fan was thinking. Tim Foley has said that, as we know, that the host city process will be starting soon. Bev Craig has now said that Manchester will be bidding to host the Eurovision Song Contest next year. The mayor of London, Mr. Sadiq Khan, has also said that London are willing and ready to step in and they would be honoured to put on a contest that celebrates the people of Ukraine and showing off the very best of Britain. We know that Aberdeen, Edinburgh, Sunderland, Leeds, Sheffield, Birmingham, London, Brighton, Bristol, Cardiff, Wolverhampton, Manchester, Liverpool, Belfast, Glasgow are the official candidates. We now also know that the town of Swindon have decided not to bid for next year's contest. And of course, when you get a host city process, we also get people wanting to get a share of the news. The UK's last winner of the Eurovision Song Contest is Katrina Leskinich, and she has spoken of her preference for the host city for next year. Katrina, who won the Eurovision Song Contest in 1997 with her band Katrina and the Waves, spoke to BBC Radio 5 Live on who she thinks should host the contest. And she says, there were just some cities that are just trying out to host, and I think Manchester is one of them. It would be at the very top of my list as it meets all of the criteria. She added that it has everything you need from the infrastructure to its famous gay village. On top of that, Katrina describes Manchester as a great party city. Uh, Beth Cracker said that Manchester is a city, a world-class music city, brilliant venues, experience in hosting major events, and of course, one of the UK's largest Ukrainian populations. We are confident we will make it a Eurovision to remember. And that is a comment from Beth Cracker, the leader of the city of Manchester. 
So Katrina Leskinich wants us to head to Manchester next year. There's a lot of news when it comes to the hosting next year, but Spain are just doing their thing and they have confirmed the format and dates of Benidorm Fest. Uh, three galas on January 31st, February 2nd and February 4th. That's what we will be doing. RTV, the Spanish national broadcast, confirmed their plans and in the press conference RTV announced the return of Benidorm Fest. Changes to the format will be that um, they want to know what Europe thinks of them. So some tweaks have been made, the core format, format remains the same. One thing that remains unchanged is the voting format which sparked the calls for change from the fandom. Across all three shows the voting will consist of a professional jury 50%, demoscopic jury 25% and public televoting 25%. Among the professional jury they include music ex experts as well as professionals from abroad. The president of the jury will be Nacho Cano, the, uh, back in the early 80s Nacho Formicano, the most successful Spanish band of all time. Also on the jury we have Christoph Björkman, the former producer of Melody Festival and head of delegation for Sweden. So that is what we now know about uh, everything that you need to know from the news this week. Lots and lots and lots of it was hosting, but of course there's also a bit about Spain. We even dropped a little samurai in again today, so that's all we need for today. Thank you so much for listening to the news. Bye. Thank you very much, Nick. Taking you through the summer. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP.
weiß meine Lieder, die ändern nicht viel. Ich bin nur ein Mädchen, das sagt, was es fühlt. Allein bin ich hilflos, ein Vogel im Wind, der spürt, dass der Sturm beginnt. Ein bisschen Frieden, ein bisschen Sonne. This is Nicole, the Eurovision winner of 1982, had to undergo cancer treatment. She returned to television last weekend. And also celebrating 40 years of the Eurovision victory for Germany. Radio International, Eurovision Gold with JP. And now let's also have a new song. It's called Ich bin zurück, I am back. New. Ich bin zurück, ab jetzt zählt jeder Augenblick. Ich bin zurück, ich habe ein Recht auf jedes Glück. Ich fange neu an, weil ich es will. Und weil ich's kann, ich bin zurück, ich bin zurück. Ich hab mich weit entfernt von allem, was mir nahe war. Ich habe viel gelernt und das auf eigene Gefahr. Der Weg war lang und schwer, er führte durch ein tiefes Tal. Jetzt gibt's kein Halten mehr, es ist ein zweites, erstes Mal. Ich bin zurück, und nein, das ist kein Zaubertrick. Ich bin zurück, erfind mich neu, so Stück für Stück. Ich hab's geschafft, und ganz und gar, aus eigener Kraft. Ich bin zurück, ich bin zurück. Von den Lügen frei Ich habe längst genug Von Glitzer und von Heuchelei Ich tu, was wichtig ist Das bin in erster Linie ich Ich tu, was richtig ist Ich weiß, was richtig ist für mich Ich bin zurück nur weil ich mir selbst die Daumen drück, ich bin zurück. Ab jetzt zählt jeder Augenblick, ich bin bereit für jeden Pulsschlag.
Nicole, welcome back and ich bin zurück. I am back and uh, yeah, it's good to see you back and that you recovered from cancer and we're trying to get her on the show as well in the future weeks to come. Now, let me take you quickly to our colleagues at uh, Forest FM. Every Sunday at 5pm, join Kieran Ari Tussier, that's, that's me, to celebrate the world's biggest and greatest singing competition, the Eurovision Song Contest. There'll be plenty of nostalgic, eclectic and damn right bizarre music, quirky facts and your requests too. You can find out all the details on our website escshowcase.com on 92.3 and 98.9 and online at forestfm.co.uk The Eurovision Showcase on Forest FM and on the station near you too. Check this out. The Golden Years with JP. The 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s and the zeros. The Golden Years with JP. Hi, JP here, inviting you to join me each week for a journey into sound on JP's Golden Years. Our weekly trip down the memory lane takes us through the decades of the 50s to the zeros, playing the songs that shaped our lives and the music that you've been buying. In the two-hour show, we look at the weekly UK Top 20 chart from the past, playing the highlights. Then there is the best of Europop, hits and headlines, great golden classics, a radio and television theme to enjoy, and we are delighted to receive your requests and dedications to play on the show too. For that, get in touch via email at jpgoldenyears at gmail.com. It's definitely a show not to be missed. The Golden Years with JP. You are listening to Europe's number one Eurovision radio. Radio International with JP. Two thousand and five. Andorra. Si el que vos es truva, la belleza de la vida ves si busca ninja. Oh, mm-hmm. 
It's Andorra's entry to the Eurovision Song Contest of 2005. It ended up number 23 in that semi-final. Marianne van der Waal, La Mirada Interior. Quick story about that uh, singer, Marianne van der Waal. Well, in 2005, I wanted to take a picture with her in the Euro Club, and she was so tall that I actually got on a sofa that was standing next to her. Uh, so we had the same height, actually. And uh, uh, then she signed, gave me an autograph, and she signed on there saying to JP, thank you for getting on the couch with me. How nice. Bringing you the magic of Eurovision. Radio International with JP. Nervous fingers, it should have been this one Speaking anyway. Speaking to the stars of Eurovision on Radio International with JP. Annabelle Condenau, because Annabelle was the backing vocalist of Marianne van der Waal back in 2005. Herself, she sang at the Eurovision Song Contest in 1995, ca- coming second. With Welva Camigo and uh, the uh, Eurovision fans in Spain, Madrid. Had the pre-party 2022 running and as guest of honor was Annabel Conde. And I had the pleasure to chat with her as uh, she appeared at the Red Carpet event. Here comes Annabel. We're at the Madrid pre-party and on the purple carpet now we have the big pleasure to be speaking to the lady that represented Spain at Eurovision back in 1995. It was Welcome Amigo and with us is Annabel Conde. Hello Annabel, nice to see you again. Nice to see you too again. <laughs> yeah, we met in, in uh, early 2000 when you came to Germany. Uh, but also you were part of, of the backing vocalist team of Andorra yeah. in 2005. Yeah, I went to Kiev. Yes. So now is when I see all the um, images about the war, it's so sad because I remember everything. It when I went there was a big party, and now that's horrible. Yeah. But 2005, you were backing vocalist with Marion van der Waal. She's Dutch. You are Spanish. You represented Andorra. Mm-hmm. So how did that come up? How did this this mix come up? Well, it's a it's a. I recorded um, the song uh, in English and then a man listened to it and decided that he wanted that I went to the Eurovision Song Contest but I couldn't because the rules of that year uh, said that I had to live there for in Andorra for two years so he decided he asked me if I could go there sing as a backing vocals and I say of course yes <laughs> ah, you enjoyed it so much in 1995 you came second yeah that year what are your memories from 1995 at Eurovision it was in well, uh, was it Ireland somewhere right? Ireland? yeah Ireland well all my memories uh, are great because in all my life I I have greatest experiences for this for example this yes. today yeah. so I, re- I remember always that year I was very young but for me it was uh, the biggest experience of my life now these days we have all social media Facebook Instagram and email in those days you don't have that but are you still in touch with anybody from 95 
with one of no. your co-singers? Unfortunately no. not. Oh, that's, that's a pity. Huh? Now, uh, your vision has changed since you participated. Um, which changes would do you welcome and which changes I would like to have the old way back? Well, I think before was better the big orchestra, live music, and that was great. Um, and now uh, there are more countries participating and the, so the competition is bigger and I think um, it's, it's better that. Now, you went to Eurovision twice as lead artist, backing vocalist, third time possible? I wish. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Okay. I wish I could yeah. go. <laughs> well, you did really well, huh? maybe in 1995, number two. It's a good thing. But what do you do these days? You're still singing actively? You're like regular singing? Yes, I have, I have a show with Serafin Thuviri. And we sing in eight languages. Wow. Yeah. And it's about Eurovision. Oh. Yeah. Tell us, tell us more about this. Yeah, uh, we, we do it with a big band, um, uh, about 40 musicians of the different places of uh, Spain. Yeah, it's a hard work. Wow. And it's so great. We did it in in Bilbao, but then we have the. Um, <laughs> the problem with the coronavirus so we had to stop but now we are going to continue with that nice Annabelle what's the future for you then Korea uh, you're releasing music still you're putting music CDs out albums I don't know I'm I don't know for this moment no but maybe I will do it now as a former I'm participant of Eurovision yeah uh, do you have any favorite songs at Eurovision itself a lot. From Spain, international. From Spain is um, I like um, Eres tú. Oh. Eres tú como el agua de mi fuente. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> eh, bailar pegados. Ah, nice. Yeah, yeah. That's for Spain. I like. Eh, Pastora Soler, hello, quédate conmigo. And international, I like Lorraine with Euphoria. And I don't know, it's very difficult to choose <laughs> songs because there are a lot of great songs. Uh, sometimes you, as a singer from Eurovision, are being put into a jury. So when you now imagine you about a jury member this year, mm -hmm. uh, which song would you want to see winning Eurovision 2022? From Spain? Uh, no, no. The uh, winner of all of them. Of this year, of this year. I don't difficult know. Question. I, yeah, it's a difficult question, and I need to to see them in the on the scene, you know? Yeah. Because uh, when they are doing live. It can change a lot. Indeed, yeah, yeah. Annabelle, it's been a real pleasure to have met you Me too. again. Again. And, uh, <laughs> fantastic time, all the best of luck, stay healthy. Thank you. And have a good Thank career. <laughs> Mucho besos. Muchos besos. <laughs> So there you go, Annabelle Conde. Let's go and listen to that piece of music that she took to number two for Spain at the Eurovision Song Contest back in 1995. Welcome, Ego. Spain. He sentido el vacío 
Well, thank you very much, Annabel Conde. They are number two at the Eurovision Song Contest in 1995. That was won by Norway's Secret Garden with the song Nocturne. Welcome, amigo, came second, and that was for Spain. We have about 15 minutes left on the show this week, and we still have to cross back over to London once more for the Eurovision cover spot. Here comes David Mann. Radio International. Oh, I love it. Europe's number one. Yeah. You're listening to The Cover Spot on Radio International. Welcome again to the Eurovision cover spot here on Radio International. 
In the weeks after Eurovision 2022 in Turin, this year's top three finishers, Kalush Orchestra from Ukraine, the UK's Sam Ryder and Spain's Chanel, all experienced chart success with their Eurovision entries. But a couple of months later, it's the song that saw 21-year-old Rosa Lynn take Armenia's song Snap through to 20th place on the final scoreboard in Turin that's scoring once again and making its way into the charts. Rosa Lynn, real name Rosa Kostandanyan, joined with five other writers for her entry, which triumphed at Armenia's internal selection for 2022 and made an excellent fifth place in this year's first semi-final. Rosa, who began singing and performing at the age of just six, has since been gaining traction for her song on TikTok. Hollywood star Reese Witherspoon recently used Rosa's Snap in an Instagram reel, and it's kickstarted a chart entry for the song too, making it to number 67 here in the UK, number 83 in Italy, and number 32 in Germany. In Italy, it's one of only two non-Italian and non-winning Eurovision songs ever to make the top 100 chart. The other was Sweden's The Ark with The Worrying Kind. Perhaps unexpected chart success has spurred Rosa into action and she just released a full studio acoustic version of her 2022 entry. With her new version of Armenia's Eurovision song Snap, here's Rosa Lynn. It's 4am I can't turn my head up Wishing this Turns out people lied They said just snap your fingers As if it was really that easy for me to get away I just need time Stepping one, two Get over it. 
Oh, I must stop talking to people before I snap, snap, snap. Oh, I must stop talking to people before I snap. Snapping one, two. Rosalyn with her new acoustic version of Armenia's 2022 Eurovision entry, Snap. Our cover of the song comes from another Armenian singer and songwriter who traces his heritage to the village of Arinvank, close to Armenia's Eratumba volcano. But Pargir Vardanyan, or simply Parg, has lived and studied in the Russian city of Volgograd since 2020. He's released a number of covers on his YouTube channel, but like many live performers, found it tough going mentally through the pandemic, especially when he lost his father. In December 2021, Parg performed his first concert with a full band, and just a couple of weeks ago he made his debut appearance at an arena concert as part of the 2022 Haya Festival in Yerevan, alongside guest performers such as 50 Cent and Rosalind herself. With his own cover of his country's 2022 Eurovision entry, Snap, here's Armenia's Pargev Vardanyan, or simply Parg. It's 4am I can't turn my head on Wishing these memories would fade and never do Turns out people lie They said just snap your fingers As if it was really that easy for me to get over you I just need time, time. Snapping one, two, where are you? You're still in my heart Snapping three, four, don't need you here anymore Get out of my heart Cause I might snap I'm writing a song So this is the last one How many last songs are left on music? Since June 22nd My heart's been on fire I've been spending my nights in the rain Trying to put it out So I'm snapping one, two Where are you? Where are you? You're still in my heart And that's a Eurasian cover spot for today Thank you very much, David Mann 
Rosalind Covered by Park Pargev war Dan Jan Snap the cover, the song itself only reached number 20 and in the Eurovision Song Contest 2022 final. However, the song Snap is one of the most listened to songs in the world by Rosalind. That's it almost for the show for this week. Thank you very much for your company over the past four hours. Now, we had a song which we played earlier on which was very short. And we found the normal length version now. And let's go and play that one. It's Zilia Romley and Ye Lad May Sein. And she hosted Eurovision 2021. Represented Netherlands twice in 1998 and also in 2007. Maar laten wij het dan nu anders doen We weten allebei dat nieuw ooit oud zal zijn Want het gras blijft niet voor altijd groen Maar we zijn de moeite waard Jij, jij weet echt hoe het moet Geen twijfel, want je laat me fijn En je laat me zijn Jij, meteen uit een miljoen Geen twijfel, want je hoort bij Design means let me be, and that's Azilia Romley from the Netherlands with a brand new release. Well done. Thanks to David Mann for the Eurovision Cover Spot birthday file, to Javier for his support, and the Eurovision calendar, to the Eurovision Lordship Marcus Campbell Palmer for the Eurovision Spotlight, Nick for the Eurovision News, and to you for listening, playing out with a song I think they should try again at the national final in Slovenia. It's BQL. It was not one of their national final entries, but it was released last year in 2021. I picked it up and I thought, oh, this is nice for the summer. Playing out with this for this week and I'll see you again at the same time next week for another edition of 
Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. This has been JP saying ciao for now. Shit on a vacation